It's got a soul, this here old farm It falls asleep inside my arms We walk the fields under the stars For love is here in Goldshaw Farms Welcome to Goldshaw Farm. I'm your host, Morgan Gold. On each episode of our podcast, we bring you stories of people who are homesteading, farming, and chasing their dreams. And whew, I'm sorry for the long absence. It's been crazy several weeks for us here on the farm. You know, we, we harvested a whole bunch of geese. I've been in the process of selling off those geese. I really underestimated the amount of time that it takes to actually handle the, the sales and marketing end of our farming business. And so that has absolutely sucked me in and taken a ton of my time on top of all the other things I'm doing from, you know, my day job to, you know, making our videos on the YouTube channel to um, all the work that I'm doing here on the farm to get ready for winter to just spending a little bit of time with family and friends. <laughs> I got to admit, I, I've been feeling like, uh, you know, I am... I've been writing many, many checks that my schedule cannot cash lately. It's been just one of those times. And on top of it all, um, just last weekend, I was actually away at the Homesteaders of America conference down in Front Royal, Virginia. Uh, the Homesteaders of America, for you guys who aren't familiar, is this great organization that you know does a number of things related to, to education and educating people about how to raise their own food and the homesteading community. But probably the coolest thing that they do is each year they put on this conference that happens in Virginia. The conference, I think, is this was this past one that I just went to was its third annual conference. They try to do it every October. They're definitely planning another one for next year. And it's such a cool event because it's just this big, massive gathering of people who are um, very much focused on growing their own food, very much focused on kind of having their own independent lifestyles, very much focused on creating a community of people who share those beliefs. And so just going down there and meeting people and hanging out was awesome. Um, I know I met a number of you while I was down there, and I had a whole bunch of orange buttons that I was handing out to folks who were listeners to the podcast, and it was cool to sit down and have conversations with you guys. And on top of it all, it was cool to sit down and have conversations with a number of people that I've gotten to know, uh, I guess on a internet level over the last couple of years, whether it's by watching their videos or emailing them or following them on Instagram or, you know, sharing messages or being in the same Facebook groups, just all the various ways that people in this community connect. It was pretty incredible to just, you know, get there and be face to face in person with those folks. You know, admittedly, I, um, had never really done an event like that before. Um, and, you know, there's there's many people in our area who have a sort of similar mindset about growing their own food and farming and, you know, re really thinking about different ways of, of different models of agriculture. But to be there in person with folks and to be experiencing and connecting with them, I just, it was awesome. And as an added bonus, uh, I will say for you guys, I was able to have a number of conversations with folks who had some incredible stories to tell. Um, some of them famous, some of them not. 
Um, and so over the next couple of weeks, you'll, you'll definitely be hearing a number of those interviews and conversations. Uh, they're pretty cool. I learned a ton. I, I, I actually, just before I sat down to record this, I was, I was going through my notebook and all the notes that I jotted down in, in meeting people and in having those conversations. And I'm just floored with just the uh, pearls of wisdom that I, I walked away with there. And so I hope to be sharing those with you guys over the next couple of weeks. Uh, two of the people that I actually had a chance to sit down and have a conversation with are actually the focus of, of this episode. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this, but you, you might have seen out there a, a YouTube channel which features this nice friendly lady and a guy who like looks like he's Amish, like a big dude, wears you know Amish clothing, has the big beard, but no mustache, you know, and, and you probably say, what's going on there? Or maybe you guys are very familiar with, with Off Grid and Doug and Stacy and know all about them. But, you know, I, I had been following their content for a number of years. I know when I was first starting to think about farming and when I was first starting to think about growing my own food, you know, I actually remember watching some of their videos and saying, huh, they are some interesting folk. And, and, and when you look at it, really, they, they lead an interesting life and have a very interesting story where, you know, they were kind of, you know, getting to a point in their lives where a lot of people will settle down or figure out their retirement plan. And the massive change that they made in their lifestyle and the shift that they made, um, I don't know, I just, I find it incredible. So I don't want to give the conversation away and spoil it. And so with that, I will introduce you guys to our, our conversation for this episode with uh, Off Grid with Doug and Stacy. I was single, I had three kids, I was a single dad, full custody of my kids, and Stacy was never been married and was, you know, didn't really even go out. And it was kind of serendipitous how we met because my, our, my friend has, um, his wife is in a band, and they were playing at the bar and they said, hey, let's go check out them and blah, 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 and come hang out. And I was working out at the gym on the treadmill with my friend and she's like, let's go out tonight. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to. And I had just got a brand new Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, because I wanted to drive my new Jeep Wrangler. And and we went and listened to this girl sing, and, and then all of a and sudden... And I saw her walk in. And he came up to me immediately the second I walked in, and he says, do you believe it, love at first sight? Yeah. And, and I just knew I was going to marry her. But now the question is, did you believe in it? No, no I thought she was, thought that was the cheesiest pickup line I did. ever. Yes, yes. But it worked. <laughs> and we got married two months later. So now, after you got married, yep. I know that you guys were not living a homestead-focused nope. life like you are today. What What drove that transition for you guys what was the, the it's spark? like the perfect swarm it, 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 perfect swarm? storm that's bee talk <laughs> yeah we're like we're, the we perfect storm bees. was because you know we had um she had health issues i had stress on the job and running businesses and so all those things kind of pulled together and then we just decided to throw our hands up and go grow our own food and get away from the city and just live more intentional so yeah basically we thought you know we're going to get rid of all our stuff because stuff is just very, it just pulls you down. You know what I mean? It's just stuff. So we got rid of all our stuff. We sold everything and um, moved into a smaller space because basically, you know, we have all this room 
you know, and you don't even use half of it. So we sold it all and we downsized to a one bedroom apartment and then looked for our property. And then just from there, we've built it and evolved into what we are doing now. So, but what gave you guys the confidence to take that? Because that's a big leap to sell your stuff. We're probably just confident people. Is it just, you know what I mean? It's just kind of how it rolls. I've been in sales my whole life. Uh, I've never met a challenge to back down from. So once we made up our mind, we were all in. And the thing I think that's really important is to be flexible. You know, because things happen and sometimes if you're not flexible, you'll break. Yep. So when we would have things happen, you just kind of figure out a solution and just like, you know what, that's not the end of the world. We'll figure out another way to make it work. You know, we're, we still have a roof over our head. You know, we still have food in our belly and, you know, we'll make it work and it'll happen. And if there's one thing that you can get out of anything we say in this whole podcast is to be solution focused, not problem focused. A lot of times people focus in on the problem and they get so bogged down in it. So just be solution focused and be flexible, like Stacy said. But but as you guys had that vision of what you wanted to do when you made the leap and what you see what you're doing today, what is the same with that vision? What's different? Okay, so we're like different than other people because we really never had that vision. We basically showed up on the property and just started taking it one day at a time. We just did, we were just doing it. You know, it was That's like it. an adventure. There's no secret sauce. There's no magic formula. There's yeah, we no didn't plan anything. Planning. Like, you know, we were just we made a decision to live off the land. We bought the land. I built the cabin and we went for it. Yeah, we didn't have plans. We were we were like the people. We didn't organize. We didn't know how what we're gonna do. We didn't really know about growing anything. I mean, we just like did it and then just would talk to people like the Amish around us to how they garden and how they did things. And we, we learned from them, um, you know, about how they heated their homes and how to butcher a chicken. I would go with the women and I would work with them and get a lot of experience like that. But we just kind of took each day at a time. And If you waited around all the time for the skills that you needed to live this lifestyle, you'll still be living in the city when you're 80 years old. So all you can do is get out, be challenged, meet those challenges, and then, you know, take it from there. And some things are gonna work out and some things aren't gonna work out. And now, as things are moving along for you guys and you're looking forward, you know, I know health is really important to you guys. It's sure. a part of what you're doing, what you're doing. How do you think about, like, doing this for the next 20 years, 25 years, like, you know, trying to get yourself ready for that? Well, I feel great about it. Well, and you know what? You talk about health. I have affirmations that I say every day. I am well, I am healthy, I am strong. Those are, like, three huge ones that I say constantly all throughout the day because, you know what, without your health, you don't have anything. And so this, our lifestyle is health. It's all about that. And so that is a huge thing to, you know, really look at. So, so as we're here today and we're seeing so many people, you know, really energized by the homesteading movement and you see it as a really growing trend here in the U.S. What do you think is at the core of why people are doing this? Probably the same reason like back in the 60s and 70s. You know, everything comes full circle. There was a movement back then called the Back to Landers. I mean, people just get sick of the the standard quo you know the the thumbnail from the government telling you what you can and can't do the food systems compromise people are getting sicker and sicker they're sicker stressed out they, you know they want to know what's going on with their food and, and the, people are really getting educated and connecting health with food now so food is medicine and that's why you're seeing a lot of people gravitate towards this lifestyle because of food issues or food allergies or you know chronic illnesses that they're trying to fix and so that's really encouraging because you know pharmaceutical industries they don't have the you know answers you know it's all back into the food and the air and the water the things that we need to have a healthy life yeah and then i think a lot of people too it's like 
people are being drawn away because being in the cities and homes and things like that, they're inside all the time. And so we are part of nature. We need to have nature. And so when we're out in nature, you just feel better. You know, kids love it. Everyone loves it. You just feel better being out in the sunshine. And it's just a much better way to live. And I think people are, you know, coming to grips it with out. it. Yeah. yeah. Coming totally out of the cool. ether. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you guys had one do-over for as you were setting up your homestead and what you've done over the last several years right. and taking it day by day, as you said earlier, what would that one do-over be? I would not do over anything. If we did over something, that means we wouldn't struggle and, and figure out the solution and become stronger from it. So I, I think that's uh, kind of a loaded question because like, we don't regret anything and we're, we don't want the do-overs. We embrace all of our failures and all of our learning moments. And that's what brought us to where we are right now. Yep, I agree. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, it was so cool to just have a chance, to, just even a couple minutes, to sit down and connect with them. Um, it was just, you know, such a great experience. And I feel like there's a lot to glean from their story, both in terms of thinking about the importance of your long-term plan, in terms of thinking about what that next phase of life can mean and not letting yourself be defined by conventional standards. And just the general importance of, of sharing the knowledge and wisdom that you have and, and the role that education can play. And so hope you guys got something out of that. If you want to learn more about Doug and Stacy, be sure to check out their YouTube channel, Off Grid with Doug and Stacy. Also, they have an Instagram feed. I will leave links for both of those in the show notes. And um, if you want to learn more about uh, what we're doing at our farm here in Vermont at Goldshaw Farm, be sure to check out our YouTube channel, too. Uh, we are putting out two videos a week every Monday and Thursday. Uh, it's getting to be an interesting time here on the farm. We have a lot of predator pressure going on right now, and I'm working on some ways to contend with it, uh, some of them more successful than others. But all in all, I'm just trying to get ready for winter and make sure I'm, I've got all my situation and literally all my ducks in a row for when the snow starts to fly because once that happens up here in Vermont it is no joke we will have a couple feet of snow on the pasture we will have frozen water lines we will have temperatures on the regular below 20 degrees below zero and I know I just got to be ready for it so be sure to check us out Goldshaw Farm uh, both on uh, Instagram and YouTube and with that I will close out the show um and if you do get a chance, please go on, I don't know, whether you're listening on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or Spotify, write us a review, give us some support, helps other people find us. Um, and I will see you guys in the very next episode, which will be much more frequent than uh, the two-week gap that we had between our last episode here. And uh, I will now ask my good friend, Mr. Keith Pierce, to play our theme song. Thanks a lot, guys. It's got a soul, this hero farm. Inside my arms, we work the fields under the stars. The love is here at Goldshaw Farms. A city life yet had its charms. But we would dream of the fields under the stars. I fall asleep inside its arms. The love is 
Miracle Farms. The love is here at Gold Shop Farms.